Hello and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me as always is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. <laughs> Enjoying the good weather we're having? Yes. We had some some gnarly storms come through. Yeah. You never know. It changes all the time. Yeah. Um Last week, we were talking um, on the pod a lot about, we started talking about um, like phrases, like old phrases mm. and like um, just terms, right? And it kind of got me thinking, actually the last couple of weeks, and we have also posed some questions about like dating apps and things like that. So I started thinking about like, wouldn't it be fun to do an episode on some like dating terms slang, mm. uh, and a little bit of history with some dating. So are you talking about um, like old people when old people call you honey? No, not necessarily. Because <laughs> like, you know, and it could be a male or a female, by the way, but you know, like they call you honey. Yeah. When you were at, not so much now when I'm, you know, I'm 47, but like back in the day when I was younger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was an older lady. She was like, come here, honey. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're calling me honey, but but I guess it's a term, you know, like yeah, I can yeah, call yeah. everybody honey, so I don't feel that weird about it. But at the same time, I feel weird because you just called me honey. Yeah. And I'm not, and I would imagine like if an older guy did that and it was a young woman and he was yeah. just like, come here, honey. Yeah, the something. origin <laughs> stories of that. I mean, I, I would assume that because honey is sweet, you know, they, somebody tasted it one time and then they maybe called their wife, hey, honey. Yeah, just, sugar. Yeah. Hey, sugar. <laughs> Sugar lumps. <laughs> Sugar lumps? <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. You know, like the cues, the old school, they put it in tea yeah. in the lumps. Yeah. And I mean, there's other, you know, there's just the little terms that yeah. some people come, might call them pumpkin or something like that. Come here, pumpkin or something. Peanut, whatever. Anyways, I'm sorry. Peanut. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's usually like used for like kids though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But once you get, once you reach a certain, I have a friend of mine, he's he's my age and he does that. He mm. calls you know, uh, ladies, honey and sweetie and stuff like that. Yeah. He doesn't mean it maliciously and it doesn't come off as creepy or anything like that. Maliciously? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, not malicious. You know what I mean? Like he's not trying to say that he's better or anything. He's not trying oh, to be okay. misogynistic or anything okay. like that. He's just, that's just how he likes to to speak to yeah. to, to women. No, it's just, this is just going to be a hodgepodge, like I said, just okay. of history and, and slang. I got old slang. I got some new slang mm, we can talk about. Slang? Oh, there's okay. new slang. There? I am not hip to this, like the new slang. So some of these are really funny that I, that I learned right. today. But um, the first one I want to talk about is the expression of, are you rationed? And so this okay, one... Okay, that's the expression? Are you rationed? Yes, are you rationed? Okay. So this came from the 1940s when sugar was scarce. And so, um, and it, you know, it's funny. So it's basically saying, are you taken? Mm. And what made me laugh about this is that it's actually in one of my favorite movies of all time, Clueless. There is a scene where Christian is talking to Cher and he said, hey, are you rationed? Hmm. And she's like, huh? But he was like a 50s. No, he was. He was. But I never, I thought I knew everything about that movie, yeah. but I've seen it a million times and I've seen that scene, but I yeah. never thought about what he was really saying. Right. So like, I don't know, maybe. And then it also too many things about, remember when we tried to bring back Jeepin, which is also a clueless term. Are you Jeepin? <laughs> I did. Can you explain to people what that means? Okay, so for anyone who... It took me a minute too. I didn't know what that meant, but go ahead. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm assuming that when they made the movie... Because I haven't heard it 
outside of the movie. You know how like when a new movie comes out, so we got a lot of slang from Clueless, from anyone who hasn't seen it, the as if, loser, whatever. <laughs> with all the, of them great, but <laughs> yes, they were, yeah, Like culture, uh, man, when they talk like, about a good looking guy, like he's a Baldwin and all that stuff. Anyways, um, so Jeepin is basically saying like, do you have someone on the side? Are you cheating? And I'm assuming it comes from like parking kind of, like if you're Jeepin. Like you're somewhere. You're in a like, Jeep. Well, I guess. I mean, that was a big thing I in the was, 90s. I, I thought that's what it was. That they were in Jeeps. And I just thought it meant like parking with anyone, like in a mm, secluded area. Like okay. just, you can't say like, are you vehicling? <laughs> like maybe it's just a cuter way sure. of like, are you Jeeping? Sure. Yeah. I mean, and then it turned into creeping, but you know, yeah. creeping that, that, you know, creeping I don't know. And, jeeping and creeping. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. Jeepin' came before Creepin', but then afterwards everybody just started saying Creepin'. Yeah. So I don't know if that, if those yeah, two things Yeah, I think it was were, uh, during the pandemic, God, uh, Jose and I were talking about it and we're like, we should bring back that word or that term, Jeepin'. Yeah, unfortunately we did not. So. But I was just surprised. I mean, I, I get the rationale of, of are you rationed, but I thought it was kind of a cute um, origin story of that. And like I said, to find mm. out, it's so weird. I never thought about how he said it. Or like I said, what that meant. She probably had no idea what he was talking about at the time. Yeah, she didn't. But he was very like into the old school, his character in the movie. Yeah. Um, I know it was bizarre. Um, So the next thing, and this isn't about dating per se, but it was in my research and I thought it was interesting. The term biological clock. Mm. So. (laughs) It's ticking like this. (laughs) It came from the movie. Remember uh, uh, my cousin Vinny? Yes. (laughs) Wait, sorry. So the... So the origins of this, so this was used in the 1970s and it's funny because my, I've said it before because I am of a certain age, but I never really thought about like where I got that from. So I started trying to think about, I'm assuming it came from movies Mm because, but anyway, so it's from the 1970s. So, and I'm sure this is pretty obvious, but it has nothing to do with biology at all. It was a cultural thing and it was meant to discourage women from their careers Mm. and go back to like basically what we were supposed to be doing is having a husband and raising the children or whatever. Mm. And I thought it was interesting. So it's like, I get it that there's a certain age where having children is dangerous or you maybe physically cannot have children anymore. Oh, if you're too old? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like medically speaking. Yeah, and it's dangerous for for a man to have a kid too. Yeah. By the way. But I'm just saying like, like it's... It just kind of like where it makes it where like men have all the time in the world, right? Like you have plenty of time to have children, but for us, it's like, oh my God, you're running out of time. But like, that's what I'm saying. Remember we talked about this like a while back, I was saying like in my early 20s, I thought I was running out of time because I had been brainwashed about this biological, I'm using air quotes, this biological clock is ticking. I better hurry. Well, look, and here's here's the thing about that, because A, just want to stop and say the first time I ever heard that term, I was in biology class. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what they were teaching young men. Yeah, and that's the first time I heard it when somebody said biological clock and I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah. And I was like, what what does that mean, Mr. whatever, whoever it was there? (laughs) Mr. Smith. And that's the one that he told me is like, well, you know, women only have a certain amount of time to have children and then after that it's done. Yeah, but if it's a cultural thing we're trying to move, do you think that they were also... Uh, that's a part of the brainwashing is even teaching that in school. See, I, I don't, I don't think it's a, it's a brainwashing because let's say the term never existed. Would that 
make women not want to have children? I don't no. think so. I think I think it's I think it's hardwired. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. I think there's certain things that women and men are hardwired. And this is through, you know, hundreds of thousands of years of evolution. We're just hardwired a certain way. And I think that's part of it because that's a fact, right? You can't unless and maybe there is a precedence where you know, you could be 80 and have children. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is a thing, right? But but for the most part, at least if I understand it, there's a certain time frame. Yeah. And then after that, that's it. And then, you know, you become menopausal. And then, yeah. you know, after that, there's no more children I get children that part. That's what I'm saying. I get the actual medical part. But I was thinking too, you know, back in the day when the life expectancy wasn't as long as it is now. So mm. back then for a woman, you were an old spinster if you were like 25, like spinster. you were already like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think that there was a You're movement. over the hill, girl. <laughs> All downhill put, from here. Put up the high heels because you're done. No, but, but, just, but, no, but, but it is it important, though, right? Because that, that was at a time where a lot of women were, you know, trying to get rights and, and equal opportunities and, and going to into the workforce and all that kind of stuff. And I can see, no offense, but I can see men like not liking that and wanting us to get back to the kitchen. And it's like, okay, let's kind of make up this timeline of you don't have much more time when really you could probably safely have children into your mid 40s relatively I mean, safe look i mean there's a flip side to that coin too right like i, I don't think it's that they want them to go back to the kitchen or anything like that i think well um, i'm talking from like the 1970s like an older 50 years ago the way men yeah there fought. was a there was a traditional family yeah. that that went along that nowadays you, you don't see very much of which ironically everybody wants mm. i mean who doesn't want that who doesn't want to yeah. be married with children now, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that that don't want that. Al Bundy, <laughs> even Al Bundy, I think I think he, he well, he's probably the worst uh, example because that's another pop culture uh, uh, thing there. But but that's what I'm saying. I mean, if 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 we're saying if what you're saying is society doesn't want that anymore, great, good for them. We'll just move forward the way we the way we're moving forward. Yeah. I don't know that it's any better, but you know we can definitely. We can definitely do that. You know, mm. if, if if what you're saying is that we're, we're done with that way of life and we shouldn't want that, like, okay, great. No, no, I'm not saying that. It's just the, the term of biological clock was something that they coined basically in the 70s because they wanted women to go back home and quit their careers and stop trying to take a man's position. Oh, I, I, I don't... I'm just telling you that's where it came from. <laughs> well, I mean, if 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 that was to encourage uh, you know, women to to stay at home, I you know, I I don't know. That's that sounds yeah. weird. I don't know how a phrase it's would do that. To, it's but. weird to think of it now, but I mean, if you think about um culture um, I mean, even that, how it was embedded in my mind just from seeing it on movies, it yeah. made me think yeah. at twenty five that I was running out of time, which is absurd, but that was ingrained for some, somehow. Yeah. I, I don't, here's the thing. I don't necessarily think, I guess it depends on how you look at it, right? Mm. Running out of time, you can look at it that way. Yeah. Um, or you can not look at it that way. Uh -huh. But the fact is at a certain point, a woman reaches a certain age where they oh, just I get can't that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> but, denying but, but that I will at all. Say this, right? But I will say this. So like, um, 
and I see it all the time too. Like I'm on, I'm on dating apps and they'll say, yeah, I'm independent, have my own business. I'm running this, I'm running that, whatever. I don't need a man. No. Well, well they're like, I don't have any children. Well, yeah. you know, they're looking for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> they're on the dating site. So they can't say they don't need a man because otherwise why would you be on this site? Cause right. it's primarily to meet men. Right. But, um, anyways, they, they say all this and then they're say, don't have any children. Um, but it's still open to the idea mm-hmm. and maybe they're in their forties Yeah. now. Nothing wrong with that. Good for you. Now, me personally, I'm already in my 40s too. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I already have children. Yeah. I've already had them for the most part. One's already an adult. The other one's, on, you know, a few more years and he'll be an adult, at least yeah. according to the <laughs> to the law anyways. <laughs> I don't want to start all over again. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I get that you postponed or, you know, you had, you were focusing on your career by all means, like mm. absolutely. And I'm sure there's a guy out there that, that want to do that. Yeah. But, you know, you have to look at it. Let's say it's the, as another term, the back nine uh-huh. of your career, of your <laughs> life, right? Which is, which is a golf term, uh-huh. which is saying like it's 18 holes. So it's like, okay, the last half of it, how do you want to, mm-hmm. how do you want to run that? Right. So it's the same situation. It's like, okay, I only have a few more years left in me. I've, I've raised my children. Um, I don't want to start all over. I want to enjoy my life. I'm, I'm finally at a place where, yes, I have my career too. I'm making a good, a decent amount of money and I want to go out and party. I want to have fun. I want to do these things. I've, I've done my bit, right? I've raised my children to the best of my ability. They're doing great. I want to live life and I want to live life with a partner that has that time because I know, especially if somebody that doesn't have children, Really, it's you. You can tell them all day long just how much time and energy that they require, but like until you actually do it, it's like you know what I mean. It's like saying you want to be a doctor. It's like yeah, throw that term out there. I want to be a doctor, (laughs) and it's just like okay, you do know that it's it's a long journey, yeah, and it's very very ah, yeah, but I'll be fine. It's like mm, okay, maybe maybe not. But what I might, what I am saying is that you can't with children. You can't just quit. You can't tap out. Right. With being a doctor, you can always change careers or say, you know what, this isn't for me. I want to go do something else. It's like great. But once you have children, it's an yeah. eighteen-year commitment, and for the for the majority of that time, it, you're constantly worrying. You have to bring them up. So, so don't get me wrong. Uh, you know the the term. If that was the case, and you know maybe that was wrong, but um, but I have seen it. I have seen it where 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 women even sometimes if they have like one child. They're, they'll put on there, like, I'm open to more. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, like, you would think, well, you already have one. like But they want more. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I don't know I, I don't know if it has anything to do with um, with their, you know, clock or them just wanting to, I think, like I said, I think you're hardwired for certain things. I know for a man, we're, we're hardwired to teach. Like, if you ever, like, that's that's really one of the defining characteristics of a man. We just love to teach stuff. And when we have children, it's just we were able to teach them things, irrespective of them being a boy or a girl. Like we teach them things like, look, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But anyways, uh, but yeah, sorry about the yeah. <laughs> biological clock. <laughs> uh, I, would a better term like I, or, or would you like to see something else? Like, No, uh, we've evolved since then. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, and you can freeze your eggs now too. So yeah. that was a thing too where, yeah. you know, that wasn't an option before. You get like a surrogate, a young girl. Yeah. That, <laughs> Mind. <laughs> Maybe you could have a baby when you're 80 by surrogates. It's, but yeah. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about when the first dating apps came out. So in my research, I found out the very first dating app was in 1995. No and kidding. it was actually Match.com. Yay. And so uh, I started thinking about, so I think 
I said when I first tried a dating app, I think it was like 2006. Mm -hmm. And my first dating app was Plenty of Fish. Mm. Um, I was very naive to dating apps because I assumed that if you were on a dating app, that meant you were single. But no, Mm. this website was for people who were already with someone who were looking for someone on the side. I did not know that. There's a website for that. I mean, there's an app for that. No, I know. But like I went on there thinking like, I think it was like a free site. So I was like, okay, let me try with the free one just to see how it is, right? Let's get the mechanics of it. Every every man that I met on that website was in a long-term relationship that they were trying to hide until I busted them. And I was just like, okay, so... My experience, the plenty of fish. I don't know if it's still around now, but I think so. And you still get the same thing. I've seen uh, I've seen oh, I on dating apps all the time. Like, don't be married. Don't be kind of married. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one. Semi married. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Don't be separated, but still living together. You know, is there like, an option for separated? Like uh, on your taxes? You, <laughs> like you, no, no, I don't think um, so. I, I, well, I don't know. When you do your taxes, like uh, head of household. Yeah, I think you can have separated, like but I mean, on the dating apps, is there, when the drop down, no, is there one for separated? Most, most, most guys won't do that. Okay. They won't shoot themselves in the foot like that. Yeah. And even some girls, I, I've, cause that's one of the things that I get back whenever I go on first dates. Mm-hmm. Like that's whenever I ask them about horrible experiences or bad dates, mm-hmm. that's usually the top of them. Like, yeah, they were married. Like I have to, and which is, which makes them very cautious mm-hmm. after that. Cause then they're like, they ask you probing questions. Or they try to call you randomly or yeah. things like that because they're trying to figure out, right. is this dude? But you know what? Why I don't do you only to... call me at 930 every night and that's it? <laughs> exactly. Because that's the window <laughs> that I go for a walk, sweetheart. That's why. No, but uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, I went on a date not too long ago and she told me, this is a new thing. I didn't know this, uh, that they get an app and it'll generate a new phone number. So when they give you the phone number and you exchange phone numbers, uh-huh. in some cases, it's not their real number. So they're trying to stay away from stalkers because I guess there's a lot of information you can get off a phone number. Oh. So they, they make up this random number. And so when you're texting them, it's So it's kind of like app. WhatsApp, like you can communicate, kinda, but it's, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And so I'm like, oh, that's interesting hmm. because like you don't, and not that I've ever looked anybody up because what do I care, right? I'm a dude, right? Mind you, <laughs> so I'm a dude yeah. and dudes, I'm not worried about them finding out where I live or anything. Like I don't care, you know, like, yeah. but um, but for, I, I can see how dangerous it could be. I for honestly, a woman. they could just Google your name and you can find out where they live. Sometimes, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they do that, yeah. And I didn't know that because, but I, I, I kind of felt like I know why you did it. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. It kind of feels like you started out with a lie. Yeah, you know what I mean in a weird kind of way. Yeah. So I kind of get it, but I'm like, uh, okay, I get that you have to be cautious, which is why we met. You know, at a restaurant, you always meet yeah. at a public place, right? You don't ever say. Come over to my house. Although I, I've heard that that happens a lot. Yeah. Come over to my place. Yeah. On the first date. Man, you're crazy. I did try, I did try match.com. That was once I, again, I was just trying out free stuff just to see, cause I was totally naive to that. I had no idea. Like I said, I thought everybody was being honest and there were single on there. That was not true. But, um, Match.com before Match before it was on the internet, mm-hmm. the company I guess was called Match, and it was back in I think that was created in the '60s, and it was where you it was the same concept. You filled out a questionnaire, mm-hmm. sent it to this place, and then they sent you like five or six profiles, quote unquote, of people for you to date. Mm. 
So I thought that was kind of interesting. So you, you get like a packet, I guess, in the mail and it says, okay, here's six guys that meet your criteria based on your questionnaire. Yeah. So here's their information. I don't know how that works. These new videos, that I've, I think I've sent you some on Instagram. Oh yeah, those old, old videos. videos. Yeah. Where, where it's <laughs> like, like, hi, I'm yeah. Henry. <laughs> I like long, long walks on the beach. So if you like <laughs> spaghetti, kayaking. then call me. Yeah. yeah, no. And he would just, you know, he had yeah. a big mustache and the weird shirts and stuff. But no. I mean. I mean, before that, and they had the personal ads in the newspaper and all that, but this was like an actual questionnaire, which I can't remember. I know like eHarmony does, or the ones that have those really long questionnaires yeah. where it's like everything, but they're really trying to match you with someone that, you know, is going to fit you. I think the only problem that I have with questionnaires is that a lot of times people don't answer them answer them honestly. Right. You answer they, the way you wish that you were. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a problem. Because you're not that You can't way. trust those personality tests, man. They're not, most That's people, it's, you don't even think about it. You're like, I wish I was like this, but you're not thinking that. You're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm outgoing. And then right. you're like, no, I guess I'm really not. Like, <laughs> you want to be. Sure. But it's Saturday and I'm sitting eating Doritos watching TV instead of, yeah. it's a gorgeous day. It's 70 degrees outside yeah. and I'm inside. So yeah, maybe I'm not so much of an outdoors person. Yeah. And it's, it's strange. <laughs> because an outdoors person would be outside right, right now. Right, exactly. I would outdoors. be kayaking yes. or something. It's like, uh, or cycling or something. Yeah. But yeah. Um, another fun history fact is in 1900, dating could be considered a felony. So law enforcement, when they first saw dating, mm-hmm. they said that it mimicked too much of like prostitution because the guy would go to her house, he'd bring her flowers and candy, buy dinner. They didn't know what to Is make that what of it. What you're supposed to do when you go meet a prostitute? <laughs> no. Or a sex worker? No, 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 no. No, they thought that it looked too much like that. Just the um, exchange, Who does that, exchange I mean, I've never done that before. money or valuables in exchange for time spent or other things. Mm. So I don't mean like, no, I, I guess you wouldn't. I mean, you could bring a sex worker some flowers if you want. But. I was watching, I, I watch old movies and uh-huh. like, I, I think I watched uh, Trading Places. I don't know if you ever seen that. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy, Danner. Dan Aykroyd uh-huh. and uh, uh, I don't Jamie remember. Lee Curtis. I, yeah, I remember it, but not Anyways, she was a, she was a sex worker and, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the guys showed up at her place and he had flowers uh-huh. and it was one of her clients Aww. and I was like, oh, I guess, I guess That's they really did sweet. that. But I it's suppose. just, it's funny to think because like, if you think <laughs> before <sweet>. that, <laughs> like, I mean, there was forms of dating, but like, this is like the turn of like, um, you know, where people weren't, everybody wasn't getting married right away when they were 13 or Mm. whatever, you know, like things were changing. So like, yeah, I just thought it was weird. Like you could be a felon because it's like, we don't know what this is. It's kind of like, you know, with things with the internet, like when the internet first came out, we didn't really know, uh, like, uh, thing like cyber crime. By the way, I'm wondering if that's why... The expression that sex workers used to use, hey, honey, you want a date? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I wonder if that's why it came up, right? Because yeah. I always thought that was weird. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. You want to go grab some lunch? What do you mean? <laughs> you want to buy me lunch? You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. I've heard that in movies where, where a sex worker would be like, hey, honey, you want a date? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I want to go like, catch a movie? What do they call I don't it? know what you mean. Like, is it an escort when you're just there to spend time with them? Like, um, if they yeah, have like parties yeah. they go to and yes. they want to bring, is that... Yeah, an escort, an escort was just supposed to be there to escort you, but yeah. then, you know, they usually got into other things. Beck too. and call, girl. <laughs> 
I don't know. But yeah, it's it's just crazy to think about how dating has evolved. And I mean, I don't know if there's any like laws about it, but like you could date anyone anytime. Like there's nothing, just the restrictions, I guess, that we used to have. I mean, there used to be a restriction on interracial dating. So. Yeah. Uh, We've come a my, long way. Yeah, my kids are biracial, so I would have went to jail for sure. Yeah, I <laughs> typically don't date anyone of my race, so yeah, I, I gotcha. You would have been against the law, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's another term. I, I've never heard this one before. I'm sure you have. Um, the term is half your age. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? Because like, you're a guy. Oh, okay. I was like, the term is oh, half crap. your age plus seven. Have you ever heard that term before? I just heard it because I was doing some research. Oh, okay. About so that. before then, you'd never heard of it. I never heard okay. of it. But I, I did read that and I thought that was weird. That's yeah. supposed to be the the perfect uh, ratio of how young you're supposed to date. Yeah. So this came from a uh, love manual in 1901 that was published. It was called Her Royal Highness Woman and Her Majesty Cupid. Mm -hmm. And this is where it first came out, but it's been depicted in like plays and movies and stuff like that where, yeah, it's the same thing as like the guy saying the perfect age of a woman for them is half your age plus seven. So this has been carried on through different like pop cultures and stuff. And I guess a lot of people know it. I'd never heard of it before, but they did a study on the website OkCupid mm -hmm. in 2010. And they were looking at, um, I guess on that website, maybe they were surveying, asking men, like, what's the age that you're looking for? Mm -hmm. And the majority of them put this thing, like they put the age, but it the math worked out to where it was half their age plus seven, mm -hmm. which is a weird thing. Again, maybe it's just they learned it from somewhere and it kind of kept in. But the caveat, well, the exception to that is that it said, this is the case for all men except men in their mid thirties who were overly obsessed with girls in their early twenties. Yeah, that's creepy. That was the only exception to that. Well, yeah. Yeah. I I, I can see how they would But be. it's just weird that's what I'm saying, like a a a pop culture type thing mm -hmm. that that we all adapt and we just don't really know where it comes from. I never heard it, but I didn't know the backstory, right? Like where it first originated from, yeah. but men obviously. I think that, that has been happening forever too. I think, yeah. I think they, you know, whether somebody puts math to it, yeah. <laughs> it's the only difference, <laughs> but, but men have been dating younger women forever. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm that's, just saying, I mean, like, you know, the one that famously I remember, but it worked, mind you, uh -huh. uh, was the, I like, I like the movie, the coal miner's daughter. With Loretta Lynn, the story about Loretta Lynn. Okay. Anyways, she she was a very because he looked like you don't know who I'm talking about, but she's a very successful country singer. She was like extremely successful, and I think she was like 13 when she met her husband, mm -hmm. and he was like 25 or something. And back then they signed off and they let. She was them an old get. spinster at 13. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the funny thing about her is that she she had. Quite a few children. I'm gonna say like maybe five children or something like that. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe more than that. Mm -hmm. Maybe seven. And she still had an, an amazing career. Mm -hmm. And he ended up staying home and taking at least according to the movie. Like I don't know, yeah. but they stayed together forever. But I mean, she was she was a minor when yeah. they got together. And they've asked her about it, and she's she seems to know not have really. She's okay with it. Yeah. The she most, still loves them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most women that I've whatever. talked to about this, and I'm not talking about people our age. I'm saying when I was younger and I would talk to girlfriends, they would say like, yeah, I want an older guy because 
and it's, I mean, everybody knows it. Sorry, Jose, but women mature faster than men. What? What? It's true. (laughs) So like if I'm 18, I may not want to date another 18 year old. It's like, I want to date a guy because he's already going to be behind, um, you know, emotionally and all that kind of stuff, right? Maturity. So it's like, I, I, that's where I think a lot of that for us stems from is like, like I said, I'm not talking about people our age, like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, you're the same I mature, if 40, you're going to probably, this is, that's as mature as you're going to get. Like, uh, yes and no. I think maturity and age are two different things. I think, you know, some guys, they can get well into their fifties and still act very immature. Oh no, you know? I, but, I agree. But I, but, but yeah, in general, guys tend to wise up. You know, when you're, when you're young as a dude, uh, you're just, you're just, you're just wild. Yeah. You're very aggressive, very impulsive. Um, you know, getting into physical fights is not a thing. Like you're almost looking for, for that to a certain extent, or at least ready for it. Like, yeah. man, I'm going to go out there. Like, you know, you're pumped <laughs> up, whatever. And then as you get, as you get older, um, you're like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Now you still stand up for yourself and don't get me wrong. There's, there is a possibility to get in a fight, but chances are you're going to be able to talk your way out of it. You're not as impulsive anymore. You take things slow. You you think it out before mm-hmm. you before you act. Versus when you're when you're young, you just yeah. whatever sets you off, you're just gonna react to it. And yeah. then when you're older, you kind of stop and pause a little bit and think it through. Like, yeah. do I really want to get into into this with this person, or is it better just to walk away? Because this whole you know posturing or whatever for what you know what I mean. But when you're 18, you have to prove that you're yeah. not a you're not this and you're not that and like I'm not weak and you know I have to be macho and it's like yeah I guess sure I don't I just think do. that's our main motivation when we were younger to date a guy who's a little bit older because they're behind in the maturity to the age that we are but I also get it from a guy's perspective I mean I'm assuming the main reason why you'd want to date someone half your age I mean it's pretty obvious Is the it? reason <laughs> I'm sorry, enlighten me because like, it's not obvious. What is a it? young woman's body versus a a woman of your age? Oh yeah, I mean, I, listen, I you're, you're barking up the wrong tree here. I understand. I'm talking I about love, the majority. Yeah, for sure. But I, I just I just have to go on and say that I love an older woman's body. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with the with a young with a young gal. Like, yeah, it's it's great. Everything's where it's supposed to be. <laughs> Let's say, but there is something about a, um, an older woman that just, I don't know, um, it, it has a little more character, if you will. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's yeah. weird, but it's just something for me anyways, but I'm, you know, me, I like dating older girls. Yeah, but I'm talking weird, about the majority of men. They want eye candy. They want someone younger, especially you see it all the time when they get divorced. Let's say they've been married for a long time. Most of the time, the next girl they're going to get with is someone who's going to be way younger. Well, it's and, less hassle too. Well, it's 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 not necessarily about the hassle. What I was going to go because I knew why I sometimes date younger younger women, uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with their bodies. Um, it has to do with they're just more fun. They just they just are. See? But that but that has nothing to do with their bodies. Yeah. And this is what I mean by that, right? So, um, and I, again, I like dating women my age. So there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. I I really rather enjoy it. But they they're a little more grounded and more level. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be impulsive, let's just say like, uh, and I'm not talking about like stupid impulsive, but I'm talking about like, um, you go up to her and you're like, Hey honey, like just pack your bags. We're about to go on vacation. We're going to get on a flight. We're going to go. We're just, we're just going to leave. 
they're going to be like, well, I can't really do that because I've already made plans. So they, and, and there's nothing wrong with right. that. So they have more responsibilities the older they are, and it's harder for them to be spontaneous. Yes. Okay. Yes. But, but again, that's what I'm saying where you might date somebody that's younger and they'll be like, let's do it. Yeah. Give me, give me 30 minutes to pack my stuff. And we're out of no here. No woman's ever said that. Well, <laughs> irrespective, right? My whole point is like, when are we doing this? And it's like, we're doing it tonight? Yeah. Okay, so just give me a little time. I'm going to yeah. pack. And some women actually do. Some women, they just have their stuff ready to go. Like, it's, it's, some people don't even unpack. Like, they just leave their stuff ready to go. Because yeah. I did meet a 20 year old. She travels a lot. Uh-huh. She, she goes uh, to, to like New York. She goes to California. She goes to Las Vegas. And she's always going out. And sometimes, like, she doesn't know any, or she's met people there or whatever. But it's, it's, somewhat spontaneous. It's just like one day I would be talking to her and then the next day it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go out of town this weekend. It's like, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing. And it's like, no, it wasn't. But somebody called me up and said that they had tickets to this place, blah, blah, blah. So they called me up and I'm out. It's like, sweet. You know, like that's, that's great. Whereas somebody that's a little older, it's like, no, I need to <laughs> give me some time. I need to make this and make arrangements and, and so forth. And don't go wrong. Nothing wrong with any of that. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with any of that. But I'm just saying, that's the fun part. And sometimes, let's just say you, you're you dating somebody that's younger, they might take you out to um, uh, to different places that you wouldn't ordinarily go because of your age. But yeah. anyways. I, it just made me think about when I was younger, like, you know, a friend would call you and be like, hey, let's go to the club. And you're like, all right, sweet. And you just get ready to go. But when you get older, it's like when someone calls you out of the blue, like, hey, you want to go out? You're like... Man, it's I, yeah, I gotta take a shower now. I gotta get get ready. No, yes, how long are we outfit. gonna come home? Yeah, <sighs> like I gotta do this the next day, so I have to be home at this time. And like, it's so Jeez. weird. Oh, like that's changed. Uh, I'm like, I need like a a day in advance. Just let me know what the plans are for yeah, the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. And I would imagine that that's the same thing for for an older woman dating a younger guy to a certain degree. It's probably the again the spontaneity the the funness of it all, you know. You think like, that's just age or is it just like these women that you're speaking of, like obviously when you have kids, there's way more planning. You can't just leave at the drop of a hat. So is it that or is it women too that also don't have kids? No, I, well, this is what I think it is. I think we all kind of, we we try to fight aging as much as possible. And we hear uh-huh. all the time, like you're only as old as you feel and all that stuff. But that's not really true. <laughs> And I remember I was watching, uh, they made a remake of Vacation, you know, the with the National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a remake. Uh-huh. And it had, um, what's it, speaking of Married with Children, what's her name? Uh, Christine Applegate. Uh-huh. It had her, right? And anyways, in the movie, she goes to her old college with uh-huh. the sorority girls and they were doing this drinking game. And she was like, man, I invented this game, blah, 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 blah. I can do it. <laughs> and then she tries to do it because it's like an obstacle course and she has to get like, she has to like chug a bunch of beer and uh-huh. then go through this obstacle course. And of course she does it, uh-huh. except she's older now right? and just gets totally just beat up by everything she ended up throwing up. And she ended up. So my point being is that, yeah, you can't, you can't a hundred percent go back to that lifestyle because mm-hmm. your body just can't keep up with it. Right. However, in little burst, it reminds you like, oh man, that used yeah. to be fun. Mm-hmm. But again, it only can be in little burst. That's why it's difficult when you're, when you're dating, um, yeah. you know, older younger people. Yeah. Um, another one is the term like courtship, courtship versus dating. So, um, back when we used to say courtship, it was more about rules and rituals like surrounding that. But what changed into how dating has evolved was, um, things like, 
uh, kids going to college, right? Kids, you know, getting into the workplace where there's both sexes there. And that's kind of how, um, basically because we were presented with way more options Mm -hmm. that we didn't want to just, um, you know, like back in the olden days, it'd be like, or like arranged marriages or the, the parents would fix you up with their friend's you know, child or whatever. And it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. you're going to court this guy and you really don't have a choice. But now there's so many options. So people didn't want to be tied down to a particular person, even though it was before marriage. But that's just kind of how dating evolved is like, there's too many options. So you kind of want to test all the flavors. You know what I mean? Sort of, sort of. (laughs) I mean, you can, uh, what I will say this, I, I, I'm a big Jane Austen fan. Uh So I love all her, her books and mostly I, I really enjoy the movies. Honestly, I, I really do love them. Um, but courting was different. Um, what I think now in, in this modern day and age, dating, right, versus courting is mm-hmm. dating includes sex. Mm-hmm. Um, courting didn't. That was the that was the main thing. Yeah. So, or at least it wasn't supposed to because, mm-hmm. you know, because don't get me wrong, like they're a human too. So they, yeah. they were susceptible to those sort of things, but it was a scandalous. Yeah. And it was just one of those things that like, oh my gosh, like you can't be with her anymore because she's already been with whatever the dude. And so yeah. she's off limits or at she's least. For that. Well, and, and then those, yeah, in those books, <laughs> it was like the higher society, right? So yeah. high society would have it. But even then there were standards, even in the, in the, in the poorer communities, like, again, you didn't want to, your reputation was everything. Mm. And if you had a reputation for being whatever, even a dude for that sake, mm. if you were a reputation for being shysty or whatever, like, yeah, that's not the guy that you want. But but there was there was that difference. So, and I don't know if you've ever seen like The Godfather 2, mm-hmm. same situation. He goes to Italy and he's, they're walking. You see this scene where they're walking together mm-hmm. and then it pans out and like her entire family mm-hmm. is behind her, mm-hmm. walking behind her because they had to keep a close eye on her. It's like, yeah. You guys can chit chat if you yeah. want, but we got all eyes. Well, on yeah, you. they had like, chaperones back yeah, when you so, went on dates. Yeah, you well, had to have a chaperone, yeah. and it was it was like taboo to be like you shouldn't be alone with absolutely a man. not, <laughs> absolutely not. There were rules around that, but that's what I'm saying. Dating nowadays, dating usually implies everything. Where was the family during that. that love scene in The Godfather too? Well, he married her. He had to marry her before. <laughs> oh, they that's got right. It. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Once he like, married her, they they backed off and like he got married great. in like a week. Yeah, I mean, it, Diane in the movie King it was like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he was on the lamb. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? He didn't know when he was going to go back. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? What, are we going to stop living? You know what I mean? And, you know, like she was uh, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. In old Victorian times, it was different than when you courted somebody versus... Uh, what now we call dating, yeah. it's evolved. Yeah. It's, it's much more evolved. And then even the standards, for instance, I know there was a, at a certain point, going back to what you had said before, a guy would usually ask a woman out and it was like 99% of the time the man is going to pay for the dinner, right? Yeah. Because that's just what you do. That was a social norm. Right. Fast forward to these days, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. But you know, what's funny about that is more and more, and again, I date women my age, more and more as we evolved into like, let's go Dutch or a woman paying for, for stuff, uh-huh. I'm finding that women, at least the feedback that I've gotten, they don't like that too much. And and it has nothing to do with the fact that they can't afford it. They can afford it just fine. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. They just feel a certain kind of way about, hey... It, you're, I, I shouldn't have to pay for this. If I, Jose, if I ever went on a date and the guy said to me, do you want to go Dutch? I would never, never see that guy ever again. I am with you a hundred percent. Like, 
And if you, if the woman says, Hey, I want to pay for mine, that's totally fine. If, if that's her decision, she doesn't want a man to pay her food for her food. Fine. But a man to say that to me of like, Hey, I invited you out to dinner, but you're going to pay for your own. No, I mean, I'm sorry. This is the world we're living in. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It took me a while when I first got back out there again, this was 2016, 17. When I finally got back out there, it took me to to figure out what the landscape was like. But you have to have a stance on that because if I, as a woman, because the things that I just said, that if a guy said, I'm going to go Dutch and I would never see him again. If I went back on that, let's say that I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. And you say, let's go Dutch. And I'm like, eh, but I'll still give him a chance. And I basically still continue on with you. That's programming that guy to think that it's totally fine. And in my opinion, it's not. So it's like we as women or anyone, right? If they're doing something that's not acceptable, don't let them get a pass because they're never going to learn going forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's what that that's that that therein lies the problem because if that becomes socially acceptable, then it's socially acceptable. I know, but if women don't like that and we don't want that to become the norm, then we have to stop continuing to date guys that are making us pay for our food. You know, and, and some of those dudes, quite honestly, they're they might be just be super good looking too. So sometimes they'll put that's up with it. You be that's what I'm saying. Women I, need to be like, okay, I know he's good looking, but <laughs> I have a standard of what I want and this is not cool. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah, but maybe yeah. so. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you should go talk to your representative of union of, of women <laughs> and propose this uh, yes. at your next meeting in your chapter and say, hey, okay, girls. So for, I will use this platform. So for any women who are listening that do not like to go Dutch, stop rewarding the man by going home with him anyway. <laughs> like if he makes you pay for your chicken fried steak. <laughs> um, okay. So now I want to talk about some new dating slang. Uh-huh. I'm really excited for this part. Right. Um, and you may know some of this stuff. Like I said, I'm not really on social media. I don't really get on the internet. Like I'm not around young people. I don't hear these terms, but mm-hmm. you may know some of these, but um, I think I wrote down some and most of them I never heard of before. Mm-hmm. So the first one is zombieing. So zombie in, and this is for, so like we all know ghosting, right? So mm-hmm. ghosting is when they completely disappear, mm-hmm. but zombieing is when they come back out of nowhere and pretend that nothing ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> is that what that's called? Yes. Huh. Which I thought was funny because like, I'm sure you've done that. Cause I think you I thought it was going to be like a lame date or something like oh, that. No, but, no, okay. it's like basically... Yeah, it's not just coming back from the dead. It's just like, so like if you were dating a girl and then let's say you ghosted her, you just stopped talking. And then three months later, you're lonely one night and you text her like, hey, girl, man, how's it going? And you try to act like, no, what like, you doing? like you didn't ghost her. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, you'd be surprised how often that works, by the way, but... <laughs> Well, but I I thought the term was funny and I was just All like, right. I so never. So zombieing somebody is just when you, when they just come back from the dead. Okay. Yeah. Come so back it's from like the afterlife. Ghosted you, but then they come back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it must be working because obviously there's a term for it. So yeah. I would imagine that. Yeah. Oof. That was man. funny. Um, yeah. The next one is haunting. Mm. And this one means when they're spying on you on social media, but they never actually try to connect with you. How do you? It's like you're haunting. Yeah. What I would say is, I I don't. How do you know if somebody's looking at your stuff? I don't know how that works. 
I thought it was if they pop up on people you may know. I think we had talked about this before. It was like, if you search, uh, I know this happened to me because I was talking to maybe you, I think, about a person, a guy that I knew in junior high, mm-hmm. and I looked him up to see if he was on social media and I found his page. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I was just saying, like, here's the dude. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week later, it says, like, oh, you have a friend suggestion. And it was that guy. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen him in like, 25 years well that's the that's the app doing that because i just found out that they um that's not saying wouldn't it pop up if someone was haunting you no well that's what i'm saying you got to be careful because there's algorithms in your phone Mm -hmm. especially on social media that when you mention something it tries to feed you that same information like it is a real thing. I we right. used to say, "Oh, they're listening," but yeah, and there are features on there that so do that. So even if they hear it, so if you are wanting to haunt a girl, if you just said her name by your phone, it, it could be <laughs> because I would imagine that, like, for if I say a name, they're going to be logged in as that name. Yeah. So then I say it out loud. They might. I'm telling you, these algorithms all are no internal joke. thoughts is what we need. Right. To do. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the, these algorithms, they could probably figure out like, oh, he means this person. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like if I said Wendy, it's like, oh man, I used to date this girl named Wendy. All of a sudden, it's probably going to go through my contacts. Yeah. Try to find out who this Wendy is and see right. if they can't link it up and be like, you might know her. It's like, yeah, I do, but <laughs> yeah. I don't want to look her up. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know how people know for sure because I know. Uh, on my Facebook, it's I think it's semi-private. I think yeah. So certain things I keep just to myself, and other yeah. things I make public or whatever. But um, but even if that is if somebody's haunting you, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, okay. But I, I wonder <laughs> if haunting could be obviously for people that you are interested in, but too scared to reach out, or you wouldn't. But also to your exes that they just want to see what you're up to, but maybe they don't actually make contact. You know what I mean? I, I, maybe. I don't think I've ever been haunted. I don't think anybody obsesses over me or gives a, <laughs> gives a crap. But nobody's ever popped up like an, an ex of yours. It was like just one day it pops up as, oh, somebody you might know. No, usually it's somebody that I start dating okay. will pop up because I just log their number in. Yeah. So if they have their phone number on there or whatever, sometimes they pop up. It's like, okay, you might know these this person but mm. anyways yeah haunting. interesting mm. yeah okay another one <laughs> this is called i'm sorry these are just funny to me a uh, comet partner and this is a person who swings by here and there for dates and hookups but like with long periods of time so it's kind of like um people that maybe don't live around you mm-hmm. so let's say someone that kind of travels you know somebody and every spot that you stay in mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I'm going to DC. Oh, there's a girl, Sarah, I know over here. Mm-hmm. Let me hit her up. And then, so it's kind of like, um, like a comet. Like, it's just like, it's mm. coming your way, but randomly and it, there's no pattern and mm. you're not in a relationship. It's just like, hey, I'm in town. Let's go out. Yeah. And maybe they come in town like three times a year. Sounds good. So you have like a comet boyfriend. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> I guess if you want to be single <laughs> and you, or let's say that you travel, like say so obviously you could have, you know, women in different places where you don't have to like go there and be by yourself. You can just be like, oh, I know this girl. You go on a date, you take her back to your hotel or whatever. And I don't know. Or like I said, just, yeah, I mean, it's just a funny thing to think about. If you want to be single, and you just have not not friends with benefits because that's different. 
Because you're not friends. Right. You're not friends, but there's also no just um, benefits. Like communication regularly. It's just kind of one-offs here and sure, there sure. randomly. Yeah, I, it, look, I think what's happening, you, know, you, you call it the hookup culture, which to a certain extent it is, right? It's still kind of that. But it's also, I think, even goes a little deeper. I think people have needs, not necessarily always physical. They have needs. And it's very difficult to find one person that satisfies all those needs. Right. It's extremely difficult to find somebody. So there might be somebody that you like to be physical with, but just afterwards, there's just nothing. Mm. It's just nothing. It's just like talking to a brick wall. It's yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like, or just somebody that you have no interest in, you don't like their, you don't like anything about them aside yeah. from the physical part. Mm. And then there's other people that you love, you know, chatting with them all the time. Um, you're not sexually attracted to them, but you just love hanging out with them and just having a good old time. Um, there's other people that are just, you know, they're, they're just emotionally available that you can like talk to and just hang out with or whatever. And, and they're the shoulder that you cry on or whatever, but again, have no physical, you know what I mean? Like you don't want to be in a relationship with them. You just like enjoying their, yeah. you know, whenever you you have something emotional, there's something about that person, they get you. And so... It makes sense, this comet thing, because again, now the problem with that is that it's it's too much, right? Because you're because when you find a partner, a steady partner, they might not be able to be everything for you, but at least they're available at the time, right? Because you can't pick and choose A, when you get in the mood mm -hmm. or B, when you're having an emotional crisis or, you know, when you just want to chat with somebody. So if you have three or four different people that you do that among you might not be able to call on them whenever you need them. Whereas if you have a partner, you kind of expect them like, hey, I really need you to to listen to me, right? Or I need you to be emotionally available. Or, you know, if you need to get physical, like, hey, we know we need to get down. I wonder too <laughs> if the comet partner can translate to friendships. You know how sometimes you have friends where you may not see them for like 10 years mm -hmm. and then you see them and it's just like you never missed a beat almost? Mm -hmm. Kind of the same. I, I do that all the time with my friends. Sometimes with women, but... Not necessarily. That's what I'm saying. It's hard. Yeah. Unless you're rocking it like that for the dude. Yeah. A woman might be able to get away with that because, yeah, like she's a woman, but a, a dude, in order for that, if if it if it's a comet dude, he's probably super duper duper good looking. Mm -hmm. And that's super, super <laughs> duper, super duper, not just super, but yeah. there's a duper that goes on <laughs> because most, most people don't go for that. They yeah. usually want somebody that... I don't want to just be used just for my body, blah, 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 which is essentially what that's happening at the same time. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Another slang is called DTR conversation. We all know what this is, but this is define the relationship. This is the conversation you have to say, will you be my girlfriend? What was that again? DTR. Define the relationship. Oh, <laughs> down to relationship is what I was thinking. I was thinking DTF. But. Girl, you down? <laughs> I'm down to relationship. I'm down to relationship. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that really a term? Yeah, okay. but it's basically instead of, I guess you could say, I don't know if the young people say this, you'd be like, hey, can we have a DTR conversation? Oof. And then you know, oh. it's like, are oh. we doing this or not? Like, what's up? What's up? Um, oh. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, and I was thinking about that, um, you know, I was kind of going through some of the topics to to, to discuss, but. I did think about how weird that is whenever, and I, I don't want to go too much and in, in, uh, in digress too much, but just going off into like um, if you were once engaged, uh -huh. right? And then 
what separated you or what spawned the the, the breakup uh-huh. was that they wanted to go to the next level and you didn't. I always thought that was kind of because it doesn't necessarily be need to be with marriage, but let's just say you're casually dating somebody right. and then they want to have that conversation. It's like, okay, they want to take it to the next level, but uh-huh. you're not willing to go there. Right. So you have a good thing now. Yeah. But because one person wants to take it to the next level, now you're like, oh, I can't go there. Not yeah. yet. So then you break up. Right. And then maybe that's when they become comets. Because again, you never you never knew them as a regular. And I think that's what ends up happening with comets. I think there's um, something that wasn't, uh, let's say, there's no closure to it. Mm. It's like we could have been something more, but we just never really took it there. Yeah. So... I think sometimes they actually feel like, well, they're coming around, so maybe yeah. there's a chance that we might be. But I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I digress. I don't know. Um, a few weeks ago, we were talking about emojis and the eggplant emoji came up. And what I thought was interesting about this is that the reason why the eggplant emoji only means that one thing mm-hmm. um, is because all the other ones that are... Uh, that we do use for like peaches, right? Like you use it for that, but it could also mean other things. But the eggplant, there's no denying what you mean when someone's no, I'm hungry. No, no, one, no one's no hungry egg. for eggplant. Okay. Eggplant Parmesan? No. <laughs> I mean, I thought I, mean, I guess more. if you batter it and cover it in sauce and cheese, like <laughs> maybe it's edible at that point. Put some cheese but, on there. Put a cheese. In. Yeah. But that's the only emoji that like really only means that one thing. It oh, there's a poopy emoji, but I, wasn't that yogurt or something? A what? The poopy emoji. Uh-huh. They have a poopy emoji. There's no that other... That means yogurt? No, I thought it... At the, <laughs> at, the, at the moment, I thought it was like it was supposed to be for yogurt. Chocolate. Yeah. You thought that the I, poop... It wasn't, it wasn't originally or was it always meant for poop? Like I've never heard anyone say this yeah, ever. I, when it first came out, like this People was a, thought it was chocolate yogurt. Yeah. They, they <laughs> thought it was like yogurt or something like that. And then it was like, no, that's poopy, man. That's... So there's another I guess nobody poops we, in a perfect like swirl like that. <laughs> Who poops like that? They need to go see the doctor if that's how their poop is coming out. Maybe that's, a, maybe that's the way we're supposed to poop. Maybe it's just like a perfect, this not... Like soft serve soft ice serve? cream? Yeah. Two girls, one cup? I, I don't know. I, yeah, <laughs> I've never heard anyone yeah. think that that was... Cho- that's really yeah. cute. I've never heard that. It doesn't even necessarily look like a poopy. Not exactly, but anyways. So you want the phones to come up with a more realistic emoji for poop. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. What about Mr. Hanky? The Christmas poo, is that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. From South Park? Oh, I don't want South Park. Oh, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I don't know, but that, that one's another one that's also, you can't, you can't disguise that one. Like, you know what I mean? It doesn't have multiple meanings. It just means poop. Um, no. Because this I, is yogurt. No, <laughs> I was just thinking like sometimes if you um, want to convey that someone's being a little um, crappy. No, like just um, I don't know how to describe it, but just like oh, you're being poopy. Like you know what I mean? Sure. Like you're just being kind of like down, a little mean. You're yeah. just kind of being saucy. Yeah. You know. But I think the implant one, yeah, to your point, is yeah. very very universal. Yeah. People know what that means yeah. whenever you send that but out. But I just, I don't think it, anyone's ever sent it. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to lie to you. That wasn't always evident for me. This was, this only came like two or three years ago. You thought it was a big purple jelly I don't know bean. what it was, <laughs> but I remember we were in a mixed company. It was me and my buddies uh, who are the same age as mine, uh-huh. as me, excuse me. And 
we were with a bunch of 30 year olds and then that conversation came up about the eggplants and they're uh, like, yeah, that's what that means. And yeah. some of them were like, what, what are you talking about? Like, but we're old, right? We're yeah. used to texting in sentences, not yeah. emojis. <laughs> So, so they were like, that, that's what that means. And anyways, it turned I, into I like thing. it when really old people use emojis. I think it's really cute. Like, I, I mean, you know I, I mean? use them not a lot. When they came out, the old people loved emojis. Yeah. They were like, this is the best thing. They just have so many different smiley faces and, and yeah. smile and laughing faces. Like you don't know. And I, I know some of them have hidden meanings in there yeah. too. So I'm like, am I using the right one? Is that yeah. overly, is that too... Maybe that you should look up, you know, like a, know. a like a chart of all the emojis and then what they mean exactly. Yeah, we need but. to have a we need to have a podcast about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you text for a relationship with yes. all emojis only. Yes. Um, another term is called a half night stand, <laughs> and this is when you leave right after sex instead of staying the full night. So a one night stand is when you actually spend the night. A half night stand is when you're done. You're like, okay, bye, and then they leave. Wow. <laughs> All right. I I would prefer a half night stand. It's like, okay, bye. I didn't know. I don't know if there was a term before this, but that's the new sling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your mind is working. I could tell. No, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, like, how many half night stands have I had? Exactly. Versus uh, one night stands. Yeah. Um, And there's a, I think there's a term two night stand, right? Oh yeah, I think it was a. I saw it. There was like a. Oh man, I can't remember. It was something like that, meaning you've done that a couple of times with that person. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, that. That's happened. You know, where it's happened like two, two nights stay, like at a hotel. No, no, but you know, it's like, it's happened two times. Like you just hooked up with them twice, and you went on the yeah. first date, you hooked up with them, and then. The second time you went out, they hooked up with them and then that was you it. You forgot you hooked up with them the first time. <laughs> well, no, you do, but but that was it. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're done after that for one reason or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, another term is called fubbing. And this is for people who... fun. What? I said, that sounds fun. What does that mean? <laughs> it's for people who pay too much attention to their phone, like when they're on a date or they're with someone. Uh, and it's the the two words is phone and snubbing just put together. So mm. we've talked about that. Like I told you, when I go on a date, I'm not on my phone. It's not out on the table, you know, but we've all seen it. And if it works for you, fine. Mm. But if you're out on a date and both of you, or maybe one's on their phone, the other one's just sitting there staring at you, waiting for you to get off your phone or whatever. But yeah, it's called fubbing. It's not so fun. <laughs> it's not as cute as it sounds. No. Kind of sounds like some kind of character. Yeah, it sounds annoying is what it sounds. But anyways, all right. Now I don't like that word. Um, the last one that I'll end on, this one's called turkey dump. And this is mainly for like college students when they... Um, let's say you're dating someone in high school and then you go away for school, right? You come home for Thanksgiving and then on your way back. So like, okay, you came home for Thanksgiving you saw your high school girlfriend, let's say you go back to college. And after that, you realize it's too difficult to try to make the relationship last. So you basically break up after Thanksgiving break. Yeah. So turkey dump. But I was thinking too, do you think part of that is because this is not terrible, but like, Christmas is coming up and you don't want to have to like. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know. I mean, like, it's like, I mean, you've heard people break Turkey up. Turkey reindeer dump maybe? <laughs> right before Valentine's Day or something, they'll break up. You know what I mean? Because they don't want to have to put in that effort. I, I I don't know that maybe there's people like that. I would say it's usually not a good idea to start dating people right before Valentine's. Yeah. 
Like, you know what I mean? Because it's weird. If you've been on like two dates right before Valentine's, it's hard because now you're like, okay. Or their birthday. You don't know what to do. Well, their birthday, there's nothing wrong because they don't expect anything for your birthday. Uh, some women do. Mm, I think it depends, right? Because if you've been dating, if you went on two or three dates right before your birthday, it's your birthday. So like, you know what I mean? That's somebody that, I don't know. I, I mean, that varies from person to person. Yeah, it, it does. If but you've I, been turkey dumped, turkey dumped, that means after Thanksgiving, you're like, you know what? Yeah. And chances are they knew before they did it too. They just want to get those last bit. I and, guess so. And then, you know, got to yeah. go and like, see ya. But Sorry. yeah. But that is some history about dating, a little slang, some old slang, some new slang. Yeah. So we're all learning together. We appreciate you guys sticking with us for this lesson. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a good lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Turkey dome. That's one I've never heard. But <laughs> no, this is fun. This yeah. is absolutely fun. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Till next time. Bye. Bye.